Okay, should we start? We should start. <laughs> Hi, we're two cold girls and we have no idea what we're doing. I'm Kate. And we're two cult, cult girls. girls. Two yeah, cult girls. we're two cult girls. And we like true crime. And obviously you do too. That's why you're here. <laughs> or maybe you don't. But we're going to convince you you do. Exactly. Okay, so if you're listening. Yeah. We're in my living room. Yeah. And it's glorious and grand. And I live in a really big place. <laughs> yeah. Um, it looks very similar to Jeffrey Epstein's house. It's a it's a big mansion. Yes. Yeah. We're minus in a big the chained place. up miners. Yes. <laughs> minus the chained up miners. I'm finally legal. No longer chained <laughs> up. <laughs> okay. Should we talk about today's case? Should we just get on and Wait, it? hold on. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Guys, I asked Peyton this question before we started. I'm curious to know how many of us have ever dated someone who called their ex crazy. Yes. Like, were they actually crazy or was it just right. they were still banging? Yes. Because that's going to lead us into this case. You know, we've both been that girl, I feel like, maybe in some The crazy life. girl? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And we weren't. Well. <laughs> we weren't. Right? Wink. We, we aren't this level of crazy. No. We're crazy. No. But we're not. We're not. <laughs> we're not. <laughs> we're not. We're not. We're crazy, but we're not. Okay. Who's ready to hear about psycho bitches? <laughs> Let's talk about psycho bitches. So we're going to be doing a crazy bitches series. That's our first series we're going to be doing with this podcast. And we thought that the case of Carrie Farver was a great place to start. Thank you, TikTok. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, TikTok. Honestly, I feel like TikTok is a great place to get a lot of really popular like true crime cases and a lot of misinformation yes oh my god yes we will get into that another time all the misinformation on the stuff we care about on tiktok it's, <laughs> all of it that could be a whole three episodes in itself oh my god itself. in itself yeah. just by social media oh bullshit. yeah oh yeah absolutely by the way follow us on instagram <laughs> yes shameless plug follow us on instagram so kate sent me this case one day because she was watching the abc 2020 special on it only because somebody mentioned it on tiktok yeah and before that i had never heard of this never. case never no no it, and it should be jody arias level crazy but it's it, it's not as known as that and i i feel like it's even but this crazier. is almost crazier than jody that's what i think yeah like because this is like next level like it, this yeah was, this was just beyond lying like this was a truly evil messed up person and just, i'm not saying jody arias wasn't but but this is like, like full-blown meditated thought yes, out like i am just a psycho bitch oh yeah totally yeah, I, so yeah, we should we should get into it. Okay. I feel like we're teasing ready? a lot. Yeah, we're okay. teasing them. Okay, so we're gonna be talking about Carrie Lee Farver today. 
Now, Carrie Lee Farver was born November 30th, 1974, so that made her 37 years old at the time of her disappearance. Carrie was someone who was known as being a very warm and welcoming person, and she had just an amazing smile, a very magnetic personality, her friends said. Um, they also said she was the kind of person you could go to with just about anything. She was really non-judgmental. She seemed like that really cool aunt, you know what I mean? She had the aunt haircut. Yes, she yeah. literally looked like my Aunt Kathy, who was one of the coolest people. Like she looks like the aunt that would have taken you to get a tattoo. Yes. And then not told your mom. Yes. She would have been the aunt that you could have called at a party and she would have like picked you up. And then bought you more booze. Uh, Yes. And like McDonald's or something. Yeah. And nursed you through your hangover. Yes. She just seemed so cool. She seemed like a really artsy creative person too. I don't know why. There's like clips of her wearing like bandanas and stuff and she just seemed cool. Yeah. But I don't know if that's like artsy or early 2000s that's true that's true but she was still cool regardless yes yeah she was a cool person (laughs) um carrie had a son named max and she was a single mother and she absolutely loved being a single mother a few years after giving birth carrie was diagnosed with both depression and bipolar disorder carrie was put on medication for this and it seemed to help get her back on track but there were times where carrie said she didn't want to take her medication anymore because it made her feel numb and for people with depression and anxiety and those who have been put on medication for it, I feel like they know what that feels like. I know a lot of people who I've talked to like that have gone through similar things and said they don't take it for that reason. I mean, it's a terrible feeling. Yeah. You feel... You feel nothing. Exactly, yeah. Like, there is no... You're just a void of emotion. And you can feel it inside of you. Like, you know you're supposed to have that feeling. Right. You just don't. Yeah. So you're unreactionary. (laughs) Is that a word? word? Question mark? Word? I think. We're going to use it. It might as well be. To anything. Like, you don't feel what you think you should be feeling yeah it doesn't just shut off the sad feelings it shuts off like all, all of it them. happy yeah. any any yeah. point of emotion doesn't you can't read you can't yeah. get it out absolutely yeah and that was definitely the case for carrie in some situations but other than that she seemed like a very happy person mm-hmm. uh both carrie and max lived with carrie's mother nancy rainey in macedonia Estonia? I think that's right. Yeah? I think, yeah. I'm terrible with names and states, so just expect me to butcher all of them. Also, it's Iowa. Yeah. It's fine. Exactly. Sorry, Iowa. Iowa, we can't even talk shit. We're from Wisconsin. Have you ever driven through Iowa? I would rather drive through Iowa than Nebraska. Nebraska's awful. I would rather skip both those states together. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about Nebraska, too, here, so. (laughs) It's literally... It's literally the battle of the worst states yes. in this case. Yes. That's what it seems to be. Yeah. But uh, that's where Carrie worked. She, or she lived, actually, in Macedonia, Iowa. But she worked in Omaha, in Nebraska. Omaha. In Omaha, Omaha. Like you said. Yeah. She worked there, actually, as a computer programmer. She had just picked up a job there. And while she was there, she was having some car problems. And since she just worked in the area, she brought her car, which was a Ford Explorer, into a shop there. And that's where she met Dave Krupa. Bum, bum, bum. Yes, Dave. Let's talk about Dave. Now, Dave, I got a bone to pick with you. You you say you're this small town guy, but you were were a player, okay? He, I'm not going to victim shame. I just want to say that. I'm going to victim shame. You were a douche. I know you're going to victim shame. You were a douche. He Oh, yeah, he was a major douche. I'm not going to lie. He seemed like a nice guy. Like, if I would have just seen him walking down the street, I would have had no problem with the dude. You know what I mean? But as a love interest, he seemed he seemed not 
too fun. He was seeing a lot of women uh, a lot of time. But what I do respect about Dave is he made it clear to those women that he was seeing other women. I mean, he never sugarcoated it, which I no. guess, like, makes it better. better. Like, yeah. hey, I'm banging you, but I'm talking to her. Yeah. I also went on a date with her. Exactly. Because I refused to delete my dating apps. No, literally. That was, I think that was the issue. <laughs> that was pretty much the issue. Yeah. So, in some cases where... The, a crazy ex-girlfriend would have got upset about this. This case is where it goes to the absolute extreme. Yeah. About someone like Dave and a crazy ex. But also, the odds of you finding a psycho crazy bitch online is... I mean, so it's, high. It's, yeah, you're going so to. Especially on a dating website. I mean, how many dating apps and websites do you need to be on and this was back in like 2012 so like tinder wasn't really a thing at all like it was like match.com yeah yeah cupid.com yeah is that was that it i heard cupid christian mingle farmers only (laughs) yeah that's probably what it was probably farmers only only. (laughs) do you like goats <laughs> Do you milk your own cow? <laughs> Have you seen my fields? Literally, that's definitely what this is. This is the vibe I'm getting. Who are we to talk? We are literally <laughs> dairy farmers. Field out my window. <laughs> oh my god! Sorry, but guys. No, this was back when like dating websites were a thing. So, I I know. People that have met crazy, crazy ass people from like Match.com. Oh yeah, and that's yeah. because back in like 2012 and stuff, like way even before that, meeting people it was all organic. So if I mean, you couldn't meet someone organically, it was like there was something wrong with you because it yeah. wasn't the age of social media. I like mean, MySpace you had to thing. break your car and go get it fixed, right? To, to meet, meet the hot yeah. mechanic, right? Totally. Who looked nothing like the movies you watched. No, not at all. There was not like a Vin Diesel fixing that car. No, or like a Channing Tatum. No, this wasn't like Fast and Furious where all of a sudden there's the hot garage scene. I wish it was. This would have been a lot more interesting. I would break my car right now. (laughs) (laughs) I would purposefully slash my own tires. I would deal with the psychoness. (laughs) Literally. So Dave claims to be the small town guy. He had two kids actually with his ex-girlfriend Amy Flora. And when they split up, he moved to Omaha. Omaha when he was around 36 and that was also in 2012 so this all looks kind of happening in 2012 he took a job working at the auto repair shop where he met Carrie and it was his first time really on his own he didn't really know how to meet anyone so that's why he signed up for dating websites well, he, he said. even said I was living that bachelor life yeah yeah you know, he was, he in was a really getting crappy apartment yeah. with like not a lot just trying guy, to meet new people yes a college guy in his 30s I'd say. Like, that's what he was kind of feeling like. Yeah, it was yeah. very, like, frat boy-ish. Mm-hmm. Like, I just got my own place. Right. Like, Here's my food time. Everyone come over. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what it was like. I'm too afraid to be alone is what that actually <laughs> says. Honestly, if I were him in this situation, though, I would be. After what happens, it, he should be afraid what to be alone. What that, like, he's still alone? I don't think he is with anyone from what I saw I mean, researching. Could you? Like, would you ever trust anybody ever no, again? No, I think we're jumping ahead, though. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I think <laughs> we are, too. Sorry, guys. Okay, so he worked at this auto repair shop in Omaha, and it was his first time on his own, and he didn't know how to meet anyone, so he downloaded a dating website, and that's where Dave would meet Shayna Elizabeth Goyer, who went by Liz. <laughs> now, Kate thinks Liz is just beautiful, don't you? Yeah. I'm going to be that person. Listen, let me yeah, you can be that you person. <laughs> Do not fucking take selfies from here. Mm-mm. 
I don't know if this is like a generational thing. Fuck, I am old. But can we move it? <laughs> Stop with down? the upward angles. If you have to take a forehead selfie, yeah, you're fucked in the head already. <laughs> you're hiding something. I feel like if you're if you're here, you're confident enough to want to take a selfie. Like you're feeling yourself for whatever reason. Yeah. So own the whole fucking thing and stop yeah. shooting your forehead. Yeah. Please. Thank you, Kate. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Liz for a little bit. Liz was also a single mother with two kids around the age of Dave's, so they hit it off really quickly and began hooking up. Dave made it very clear to Liz that he still wanted to see other people and that they were not at all exclusive. Six months into them hooking up, Carrie Farver walks into Dave's shop and he was immediately attracted to Carrie and asked her out that day. Now, when Carrie and Dave go out, they hit it off immediately, like way faster than him and Liz had. Dave actually invited Carrie back into his apartment. Oh, they hooked up on the first night. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But they both weren't looking for anything serious. They did the deed. <laughs> they did the deed. If dirty. we're not sure what we're talking about. As things were getting all hot and steamy, that's when Carrie actually told Dave that she wasn't looking for anything serious. And Dave was like, fuck, yes. Like she, I mean, he hit the jackpot, right? That's exactly, there was like yeah. this very unattached yeah. person who was okay with whatever else you were doing. Just having sex with you and hanging yeah, out. Yeah, just respect me yeah. enough. To tell me what's happening. Exactly. But and we this can is do kind this. of strings attached, which I feel like as a single man in his 30s, like that's what you want. It's, yeah. Right? Like that's. Right. You're you're not looking for anything serious because you don't yeah. think you can give it. Mm-mm. And this girl comes along who's literally like, I mean, she's like a shining angel. Literally. To she's everything outgoing. Else he's with. Yes. She's beautiful. She's down. She has a good job. And doesn't need you to hold her down. Exactly. So. Having her just be like, hey, I just want to hang out with you. I'm not really looking for anything serious right now. Dave was like, literally, like, give me all you have. I want all of you right now. Perfect. And so they just hung out for the night. And actually, when Carrie was leaving Dave's apartment, she had passed Liz Goyer. Liz had come by unannounced to pick up some of her things that she had left there. Her and Carrie had only seen each other for less than 10 seconds. This was a small, small interaction, a blimp in time. But it was the one very small interaction that was going to change everything. Everything. The whole world for them changed after this. And you were going to see why. It literally just this small interaction. So fast forward a couple days. I almost said a couple Daves. Fast <laughs> forward to a couple Daves. Wendy's Dave. Does that even exist? What? Wendy's Dave? Is yeah. That what so, like, Dave is the founder of Wendy's. Kate, I don't know if anyone knows that. <laughs> yes, you do. If you know, you tell us. Because I promise you, not everybody Dave. is a fucking child. Dave, who? Dave's the founder of Wendy's. I don't know his name. <laughs> totally. You know, you know. You know. If you know who Dave the found Dave the founder of Wendy's is. If you know who Dave the know. founder is, yes, because you do. Some of you have to. Right? I can't be the only one. I hope you're not the only he one. He was on like all their commercials. This old guy with the white hair. I just remember Wendy. Who was named after his daughter. Really? Yes. I don't know the history of Wendy's. <laughs> it was on a commercial, you guys. Okay, I'll get back to the case okay. then. 
So, like we said, Dave was kind of swept off his feet by Carrie because she was so charming. Everything yeah. he could have wanted was right in front of him. So he was immediately like, yes, give me all of you, like we said. And when Carrie mentioned that she worked just around the corner, he offered her to stay with him for a little while instead of her having to drive an hour to and from work every day, which was super sweet of him. I think you can kind of tell by the way Dave acted with Carrie so fast that... Oh, he fell. Oh, he fell He fell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He definitely was into Carrie. And she agreed to stay with him. She was like, oh, hell yeah, yeah. I'll stay with you because she was into him too. So Carrie was staying with Dave for around two weeks. And then on the morning of November 13th, 2012, Dave kissed Carrie goodbye and then left for work expecting to see her later that evening. A few hours after he left, Dave received a text from Carrie saying that she wanted to move in together. And this really took Dave by surprise because just two weeks ago, she just said she didn't want any of that. None of it. Like, she, you're a great no. crash pad. Right. I don't want to I don't want to date you. I don't need any of that. No. I'm I'm on my own shit yeah. right now. I've been on my own shit for a minute. I don't really want that. So, Dave was really confused. He was like, um, no, I thought we were just casual. We discussed not doing that. And when he said that, this made her freak the like, fuck out. Like, didn't she start out. hitting him, like, just oh, yeah. one time back to back to back just, like, for rolling. hours the whole day? Yeah. And then there was finally some silence, he said. And when he got home that night and Carrie was gone, it was almost relieving for him to not see her there. Yeah. I mean, he was completely caught out of left field. It didn't seem like her. So I think he maybe was curious to, like, ask her some questions. Like, hey, what the fuck did this come from? Like, you know what and I mean? Wh- and you know that dread. Right, like yeah. that one where like you're just you're like, getting blown up, and then you're like, "Fuck!" Now and you have I to go, go home, home to it. it yeah, yeah. And, and Dave just of, met her two weeks ago. Yeah. He didn't know how she argues. You know what I mean? Like, well, they they never first got to fight. That yeah. So he probably really wasn't looking like up to until that. this. It was lollipops and gumdrops yeah. and rainbows. Exactly. So he really didn't know what to expect going home. So when she wasn't there, he was like, okay. Okay, thank God. That's kind of good, yeah. Yeah. Two days went by without any word from Carrie until Dave received multiple more messages from Carrie, pretty much following the same attitude as the ones before. And when Dave declined her, she got nasty. She was saying things like, I hate you, you suck, you ruined my life, I hope you die. Like, you know what I mean. Well, I mean, at this point, point he thought he had like a, a fucking gold unicorn yeah like he thought he had hit the jackpot yeah so all of these coming in do you think that like he kind of thought he dodged a bullet yes you know what i mean yes. like i can handle tax i, I can block wrote this that shit in my notes right really? there, yes. <laughs> i know what i know <laughs> he felt like he really dodged a bullet i think that's what you just said exactly that's yeah. funny but no yeah exactly he felt like okay because you can block text messages exactly you can, you can ignore them all day i don't have to physically see right. this crazy exactly. person anymore well that's the thing dave tried changing his number so many times and blocking it out and every time it would be a new number a new email and magically it seemed like the messages just yeah. seemed to keep coming from yeah. carrie and they like i said they never stopped um daily he was getting texts like this from carrie some of them were getting really really nasty too saying things like i want to drive a knife through your heart my favorite thing to do is stand outside and stare at you um no thanks also have you ever gotten messages like this before no have you you? yes (laughs) what yeah i mean not to this extent but I will drive 45 minutes to your house to bury you in your backyard. Okay, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that same. It's like, creepy. okay, I know you're not going to do it. Yeah. But still. Also, can that's you get the weird. fuck off my phone? Literally. Like, like, why? I don't want to talk to you. Like, what are you, what part of your day made you go, you yes. know what? I'm going to torture the shit out of Taking this Taking so much time out of your day. And that's really what happened here, I mean, that's too. all it was. Yeah, so much time. It, Dave was getting texts 24-7 nonstop. It just becomes exhausting. Yes. And you have nowhere to hide. Dave felt like every aspect of his life had been invaded. And yeah. one of the messages that she sent to him even mentioned what he was doing and what color shirt he was wearing. Yeah. Isn't that fucked up? Because <sighs> when it hit that point, Dave really realized how serious she was getting yeah but i think i'm getting a little bit ahead of myself I, with probably, this. Yeah. yeah i think i am i think i would have quit my job and moved yeah oh my god like yeah. gone. i would have changed I my name shit to anybody i would have no. gone as, as soon as i would have been told what i was wearing i would have been like nope yep. peace out peace out nope. i would have changed clothes i just want to make your color my hair that is and the worst gone. fear like yes. Having someone look at you through the privacy of, like, your home. And this is all coming from who they thought was, like, this amazing right. person. Right, He I really let his guard enough, down. but, like, a fucking unicorn. Oh, yeah. And then all of a sudden... Just... Turn devil. Now, let's talk about what's happening with Carrie Farber in Iowa. So, you know how I said she hadn't been seen for two days yeah. since she left Dave's apartment? Well, it wasn't just Dave who hadn't seen her. It was her family, too. No one had seen or heard from Carrie, but her family was getting messages. So no one yeah. had heard her voice or seen her, but her mom and her son were still getting texts. And Carrie had actually messaged her mother saying that she's going to take a job in Kansas. And that was really weird to her. Like, her mother. But the son co-signed it. Yeah. You know, she was like, oh, yeah, I think I remember her talking about yeah. looking at a job in Kansas. Yeah. So it wasn't it wasn't as out of left field as the rest of it seemed. No. But it still was odd for Carrie to just leave without grabbing any of her things, bringing yeah. Max with her. Taking her, the love yeah, of the her way life. she left. Yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, why would she leave her son? It, yes, exactly. To look at a job also no. do you i don't think that the job in kansas was ever actually mentioned to the son i think that that was his oh yeah okay no yeah that's yeah. what it was like i think she i'm pretty sure she mentioned that yeah you know it's like a way to like kind of make, make him feel better yeah why well, she was at the gone. time it she'd only been gone for two days so it was weird but it wasn't like scary weird i mean it was, he was just trying to be like make sense of it like yeah, said, yeah. like it was she would never leave her son alone for that long. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, even if it was two days. Yeah. Not without, like, physically calling him. Yeah. Because her son was her whole world. Oh, yeah. You know, so she never would have just disappeared without speaking to him. He was her everything. All of it. She wouldn't have gone without setting up a plan for him. Right. Or having, like giving him money to do things you know what i mean like yeah. like you said he was her whole or world or even just to check in and be like hey bud like I've, i yeah. i have this i'm gonna be gone for a few days like yes. you're gonna stay with grandma like those yes but he didn't days. get that for mm -hmm. a while and before she went missing carrie would call her mother nancy every day and talk to her on the phone but now she was refusing to call nancy at all and when nancy would question her about this carrie would start to get super defensive and say super mean thanks to nancy and 
that was really confusing too yeah. because it wasn't like her. Nancy and her or Nancy and Carrie were so close that that just wasn't that wasn't like Carrie. That's when Carrie's son Max actually began receiving texts from Carrie and that's when she told him he was going to move she was going to move him to a town in Kansas and like a new school and everything. Yeah. yeah. And then Max started to get really freaked the fuck out. Yeah. Because he's like, hold on. I haven't talked to you. You haven't done anything. And all of a sudden you're moving and my all whole of a sudden life. I'm moving. Yeah. And you didn't ask me. Yeah. And like Max was everything to her. She would take into account his feelings. She wouldn't move She would have taken her child into account and all of it. The entire thing. That would have been yeah, the, the first move, factor. The job, moving in the middle of like the school year. Yeah. I mean, all of it. Yeah, she, she wouldn't have just been like, hey, we're going now. No, not at all. Deal with it. Exactly. Yeah. So they all, they just seem to really yeah. not get good vibes from this situation none of it was at all. Just making sense. No. Like none of the dots connected. None of, that's what I was going to say. None You're of them welcome. connected. That's crazy. Carrie missed a lot of events, right? When she went missing, she wasn't there for Max's 15th birthday, her own birthday, Thanksgiving, her brother's wedding. And she even missed her father's funeral. And that's when her mother knew that def- something was definitely wrong. Like, she was not the kind of person to miss all of these events, no. especially her loved ones. Her brother's wedding and Max's birthday was pushing the line, but then her father's funeral, they were like, okay, no, yeah. she would have come back. Even if she had taken a job, she would have found time to come Even back to her father's funeral. Even if she had completely fallen off her rocker, she would have made it to her dad's yes, funeral. exactly. So that was very suspicious to them, and... Nancy actually called the police to file a missing persons report on Carrie after this because she knew something wasn't right. She just knew. So on one hand, we have Carrie being looked at as a missing person in Iowa. But on the other hand, we have Carrie being looked at as a stalker in Nebraska. And Carrie's family doesn't know about the stalking yet. None of, about any of the days. Any of the days. Any of the days. Why am I so obsessed with Dave's name? <laughs> they don't know about any of the texts being sent to Dave. So let's talk about that for a second. In Nebraska, Dave is still receiving hundreds of texts daily, and most of them are now bashing Liz Goyer, which is super weird because according to Liz and everybody else, they'd only had that split 10 second interaction. Not even 10 seconds. Literally passing each other, guys. Like it wasn't like a, hey, how are you? It was one walking in and one walking out. Like I don't even think Carrie looked up. Carrie's starting to say things like, she's a fat cow. She looks like a lost puppy. Maybe she'll do us all a favor and kill herself. She's a whore. It was just super nasty mean girl text to to Dave from Carrie about About Liz. Liz. Yeah. The person she doesn't even know. Doesn't even know. <laughs> Doesn't even Never know. met. Shortly after these texts began, Liz began receiving texts and emails from Carrie herself, saying things like, you better stay away from my man, get your paws off my man, you know, like, <laughs> literally, like, the most basic. The epitome of crazy girlfriend. Like, oh, okay, if I ever was at the point where I was like, get your paws off my man euthanize me euthanize I me will now take you out back please and just put a bullet please in you. that i that's what i would ask okay because when you get to that point that's a whole level of like 
I mean, you have now <gasps> leveled up the psycho. Yeah, it's you, just you're, gross. Like, you start here Even at your level of crazy. Say you had a reason. Say your man was cheating on you. and you're, you're going after the wrong person. Exactly. Like, you text the girl, stay away from my man. Like, that's just gross. Talk to yeah. your man. Yeah. Follow that bouncing ball. Exactly. So you should never have to say that sentence to someone. Unless no. it is a case where, like, this girl is, like, genuinely like on she just came out of nowhere and decided to like yeah oh you're dating my man stay away no that's never the case yeah no no like the dude is always at fault sorry guys sorry but like this girl didn't just come out of nowhere (laughs) like the girl didn't just like no you know what's gonna be fun who can i fuck with today right oh you're dating my ex okay cool we're going for you that's not how the fuck this goes somehow there was a reason given for that person to be that way. Right. Whether it was like even just a random text message of, hey, how are you? There was something. A switch has now been flipped. And we're going to go crazy. And bitch, she went crazy. She she went cuckoo. She went nuts. Cuckoo. As nuts as not gets. As nuts as not. Why did you sound like a British person? As nuts as not gets. It's naughty. Should I talk in the British accent for the rest of the time? Can you? You don't know how bad I've wanted a British accent. Can you? Okay, I talked in a British accent for like two weeks when I was in third grade because I wanted to get a British accent so bad because I thought... That you thought that it was like if you just kept doing it, it would happen? Because I know that people that come from like England here, if they stay here long enough, they start talking in an American accent. Because they're hearing... An American accent. I thought if I talked in a British accent long enough, I would get one. That is fucking adorable. I was obsessed with British TV growing up. If you've ever seen the show House of Anubis, can we be friends, please? Because no one ever watched that show when I was growing up, and it was my favorite thing. One time... If you've never heard of this show, can we be friends? Because I don't have a fucking clue what she's talking about. (laughs) One time my mom called it House of a New Butt, and I cried. Like you were offended? I was so offended. Like it was my show. Like I personally you owned it. it. Yeah. And it hurt my feelings so bad. What was the show about? So it was these British kids at like a boarding school. One American girl. She was like the main character. Were you the American girl? No. No, oh, no, 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 no. I was the blonde was British girl that loved the color pink. <laughs> That's who I was in my head because she had the hottest boyfriend in the show. I actually got a life-size cutout of him for Christmas one year. Yeah, I was obsessed. I was really obsessed. It was a problem. But the show, it was about, like, ancient Egypt. Yeah. Okay. And they, like, had to hunt for, like, yeah. And they had to hunt for, like, pieces that put together a puzzle for, like, to find, like, immortality. It was crazy. I would love to rewatch it now because I think that I would either still love it or think so differently of it. What year were you in third grade? Oh, God. I don't know. How old are you in third grade? Nine. 2011? Fuck me. Is that right? I'm 19 in 2021. I was nine. 2011, yeah. Sure. It's close to it. I'm just... I curious about like what the show looked like but in 2011 shows didn't suck nearly as bad as they did in like 95 it was still pretty bad acting though it was pretty bad yeah it's a show nobody's freaking heard of (laughs) i want to show you it sometime one day we'll watch it together or just like a snippet she's gonna get two seconds of my i know i am that's all you're not gonna pay attention at all no but i'm gonna i'm gonna play the whole thing where did you find us it was on nickelodeon (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't know why I thought it was going to be somewhere else. Like what? You think I was watching Lifetime as a nine-year-old? Oh, I hated Disney. I was a Nickelodeon kid. I didn't start watching Disney movies until last summer. Yeah. I saw like Cinderella when I was young, but I never liked to watch Disney movies. I saw Aladdin for the first time. Like the new Aladdin? Like Will Smith Aladdin? The first one. The cartoon? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's redeemable. That's good. Okay. You're winning me back. I like that movie. It was good. She said Nickelodeon like it was, like everybody should have known it was on Nickelodeon. It was on Nickelodeon. Obviously, it's House of Anubis. It was the best show ever. It was on Nickelodeon. I, for some reason, thought you were going to say it was on like PBS. Oh my God, no, I was not a PBS kid. Downton Abbey started on PBS. Go fuck yourself. You've never seen Downton Abbey? No. (laughs) And you're obsessed with British. Well, it's British. Oh, that makes sense. Downtown Abbey. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Okay, I'll watch it. It's actually really good. You, I'll watch an episode of that if you watch an episode of House of Anubis. Just to tickle my pickle. <laughs> I will. Kind of, yeah. Okay, awesome. Okay. You guys heard it. She, she made the deal. You heard it. I mean, did Let's I? Let's shake. It's on camera. <laughs> she shook everyone. We're going to do it. You agreed. We got off track. (laughs) Way off track. Sorry. Shortly after, Liz starts receiving texts from Carrie, like the stay away from my man text. So Liz calls up Dave and she's like, oh my God, crazy Carrie is talking to me now too. How did she get my number? And Dave's like, oh my God, Liz, I feel so bad for you. (laughs) How did this happen? And they kind of bond over the fact that Carrie's now stalking them both. I mean, she pulled the ultimate card. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, like, I'm going to gain like, sympathy help. because now we're going through the same thing. Yeah, like, help nah. me. She's stalking me. And she really did get sympathy from Dave because he felt so bad. Yeah. Because he's the one who started seeing this girl. He brought her into their lives. And now she's harassing Liz, He was too. blaming himself yeah. for the drama that created. Yeah, exactly. So about 10 days after Carrie's disappearance, Liz comes home and pulls into her garage and sees whore from Dave spray painted on the walls of her garage. So now it's crossed a line because this person, Carrie, is now inside their homes, vandalizing their homes. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. It's getting scary. So she calls Dave, freaking out, and then she calls the police. I don't know why she calls Dave for. Actually, I know exactly why she calls Dave first. I mean, we know why. Yeah, she wants Dave to feel bad for her. You know, it's very obvious. <sighs> it's but. so frustrating. If you don't know this case, I apologize for the disdain on my face. Yes, and just for us completely <laughs> spoiling most of what's happening. I know, I'm sorry. We're <laughs> no. not. I'll stop. No. We'll get better no. at this. So they call the police, and the police get there, and when they ask her who she thinks may have wanted to do something like this, she says Carrie Farver. And Dave wasn't with her when this was all happening, so when Liz is talking to police, she's just like, well, this girl Carrie has been stalking this guy I saw, Dave. We were seeing the same guy. So and naturally, it has to be her. Yeah, right. It's I'm her. not just a hated bitch. <laughs> no. So that's the first time that they're getting Carrie's name in the police department. So police see Dave as the common denominator between the two. So they go to Dave's shop and they pull up on him and they're like, yo, what's up with this Carrie girl? Because she's actually been missing. 
and they were thinking Dave did something because he's the last person to see her alive. And Dave pulls out his phone and he's like, no, look at all this. She's been harassing me and stalking me. She's crazy. And they're like, oh, okay. And with Carrie's background, a mental illness, they start to just think that she was on a psychotic break. Yeah, that she just went off her meds. Yeah. That like she just said fuck it and Which snapped and abandoned so life. so frustrating because just because you had depression and bipolar disorder doesn't mean you would do that no. at all no. no if anybody anybody who knows about mental illness knows that's not the case i just it was the easiest it was thing the cop for them out. to get yeah yeah it, it was, it was okay out. well she was bipolar so she must that just be, be crazy added. yeah she just flew off her meds right because she didn't like taking them anyways remember so exactly why you know why so, wouldn't it be that right And so police just excused it as that. And without really any evidence of where Carrie was, it just kind of kept going. And as the winter went on, there was still no sign of Carrie besides the texts and emails to Dave, Liz, and her family. So Carrie went missing in November, and now it's starting to turn into, like, December. It's getting really cold. And Carrie's family is starting to worry because she didn't take any of her things with her. Her coat is still there. Her, I think her purse was still there. Like, basically her whole life. Everything. Besides the small little bag that she took because she was always supposed to stay for two days. And the clothes on her back. Yeah. Like, it was all just, she had, she had nothing with her then. On one cold day in January, Dave arrives home to his apartment complex to see Carrie's black Ford Explorer parked in his parking lot. He recognized the car right away because he had worked on her car before, so he knew the ins and outs of that entire car, and he snapped a photo of her license plate and sent it to police to come recover her car. Now, police did search the car. They searched it multiple times, and they found no DNA besides a single fingerprint on a mint container in the cup holder in the center of her car. That was the only thing that didn't belong to Carrie in that car. There was nothing. So they just assumed that maybe whoever was sitting in the car, like, at some point had them in container, you know. But it was the only lead they had. But it it didn't match anyone in the database, so it went nowhere. How the fuck do they think they got it there? Right. Like, how... how, The the car didn't just, like, poof appear. And how was the car so clean from DNA? I mean, not even hers. Like, not even her DNA was in that no, car. No, it was so you could, listen, You will find hair all over my car. Oh, yeah. Fingerprints everywhere. It's not. <laughs> How was there not even her own DNA in this no. car? And they didn't think this was weird? No. No. They just, eh. I have a lot of frustrations with eh. the police in the beginning of this case because it just... I understand there wasn't much they could do because Carrie was an adult and could easily leave on her free will. But with how weird everything was, they just wanted to excuse it and they didn't really do much. It was almost like they didn't care. No. Because it didn't even strike a red flag. No. Like there wasn't a thought process. It was just like, "Eh, it's clean. There's nothing in it. We'll we'll take it. Nah. That's exactly what it was too. And that's where it stayed for a while. It was a dead lead. And after they found Carrie's car, her mother was sure something had happened to her daughter. Now, she, it, she always had a feeling, a weird feeling about something. But after they yeah, found her car, instinct. oh, yeah, it was immediately like, okay, she's gone. And her mother actually said she had a dream where Carrie's father, who died shortly after Carrie went missing, or I think it might have been like right when she went missing. Yeah, it was like the right in the funeral. Getting yeah, because she yeah. didn't go to the funeral. Yeah, so... Um, Carrie's mother had a dream that her father, Dennis, came to her in her sleep and said, don't worry, Carrie's with me now, which is just so, like, chilling and heartbreaking. Also, if you're 
any kind of spiritual or just we totally are in in signs and right. we are um and i totally i believe that could have happened i i a hundred percent i a hundred percent believe that her husband came to her in her dream for a and reason said, yeah because, because he knew just she that, was up all night worrying it's, it's that worry yeah i mean that that constant like you know that feeling where like you're not sleeping yeah. it's where your mind always is yeah and he was like their guardian you know yeah. and he came to let her know like yeah stop worrying stop she's okay she's, I, I got she's better her. now yeah we're gonna fast forward to about five months after carrie's disappearance because there's still nothing nancy receives a call from a man saying that carrie is at the sienna francis homeless shelter and she wants her to come pick her up and for someone like i said nancy who had is like almost kind of losing that hope mm-hmm. for someone to get a call like that like that that just brings you so much hope and, and it's a homeless shelter, so it would almost be like she yeah, did go off her mat. Exactly. And she did just fall completely off the rails. And then she finally broke. And it makes sense if she would be at a homeless shelter, why she had none of her things. Yep. Like, if she was really just living on the street she was like just, that. Yeah. Out. Yeah. Exactly. If you can hear Kate's did cat. Did you hear my cat? I'm sorry. No, don't be sorry. What do you need? Dee, you want to you wanna come say hi? I think that was either hi or no. I don't. Oh, my God. <laughs> Take it away. <laughs> So, when Nancy gets this call, this was huge for them, and she calls police, and they meet her at this homeless shelter, and when they meet her, police tell Nancy to stay in the car, and they're going to go in, and they went in, and then came back out shaking their heads, and it wasn't Carrie. I'm not a mom. Okay, I'm not. I'm not. I I don't have children. I have a cat who's walking all over the stable right now. (laughs) But if my child has been missing... And you kind of get your hopes up that you might have a chance. Could you just imagine how heartbreaking that pit mm-hmm. that that just complete despair the when the cops down. come out? Because you're you're almost reluctant, reluctant, yeah, reluctant, reluctant. <laughs> but you still want to know. Oh so yeah. So then you go with these hopes. Okay, maybe. Maybe yeah. maybe this is it. We can we can move forward. We can fix whatever this is. Trying not to get your hopes up too high, but you can't help it. Oh my it. god! I think I would, I, I would have thrown myself in front of a bus. Yeah, because I don't know if I could have handled that sense of a letdown. Oh yeah, that is that's a huge disappointment right I there. I can't even. I like no. my heart breaks for her. She went through so much in this case for Ugh. how much of an amazing woman she was too. Like Nancy seemed like the kind of mother that you you'd want to have that's i mean carrie came out so great how do you think you know what i mean nancy was just a sweet woman so that was really disappointing for them even after this is happening carrie's family is still receiving texts from carrie and they seem to be getting more angrier and like i said just a few seconds ago carrie's mom was so so sweet and carrie and her were super close Mm -hmm. so when the text from carrie started to be bashing her mother and saying how awful of a mother she was it was almost like it, it was hurtful for nancy obviously but it was almost like i know this isn't you it was it was so out of character yeah i know this isn't you angriest she never would have spoken yes. to her mother that way yes exactly and it was just it was terrible yeah. to be receiving messages like that from her after not seeing her for so long 
And Carrie's son, Max, was getting really upset with all of this, too. And as you as you could fucking imagine, I mean, I'd be so mad at my mom. She just disappeared and was, wasn't acting like herself. I didn't feel like it was her. And she was saying these mean things to the people that care about her. I'd be like, okay. I think I would have been meaner than he was. See, he wasn't even mean. He was just fucking smart. Yeah. Because this, if I would have got what happens right here, it, that's how you know. That's exactly how you know. So... Max decides one day to message Carrie on Facebook, and he said, hi. And Carrie replies, hey, little man, how are you? And this is where Max got really smart. I love what he did here, because I I feel like I wouldn't have thought about this for a while. No, I would have just lost my mind. (laughs) So uh, Max messages Carrie and says, I have three questions. What's my middle name? What was our first boxer's name? Who was my best friend as a little kid? And she never responded to that message. Never. She couldn't answer the questions because she didn't know. Because it wasn't Carrie. Of course not. She, she didn't know. And instead, she goes to her Facebook wall and writes a long message or status, whatever the fuck it's called on Facebook. I don't know. Status? I use Twitter. <laughs> I use Twitter. I use Twitter. I like Twitter better. Nah. Nah. Sorry. But she writes one on Facebook, one of those little handy doodahs, and basically just being a bitch. You guys remember bitch. when we were talking about old people? <laughs> handy doodah. Handy doodah. Handy doodah. It's a good phrase. Start saying handy doodah more. It I sounds I feel like, I should be like a motion in a porn. A handy doodah? Get in there and give a little handy doodah. Why can I actually see what you're talking about? <laughs> like, it makes sense. A handy doodah. A handy doodah. Yeah. It's like mature MILF porn. I'm going to give you a handy doodah. (laughs) Is that? Is mature MILF? That's already a MILF, isn't it? Why why do they have a grandpa voice? (laughs) I don't know. I don't watch grandma porn. (laughs) I don't know what it's like. Is that a thing? Is it? Grandma porn? (laughs) I don't want to know. Do you think that there's just like a whole genre of like 60 and up? Just let us know <laughs> if you. That's just the skin bouncing. That's not even touching. Oh my god! I don't even want to know. She's I like don't the... want to know. No, I'm okay. I'm okay. Get over here and give mm-hmm. Granny a little handy doodah. Uh, handy doodah. Handy doodah. No. <laughs> <laughs> but she writes a handy doodah on Facebook. <laughs> don't spit out your water. And she's basically being just a bitch. It's so sassy. She goes on there and she's saying, I've answered enough questions to prove myself. I am who I am. Leave me alone. I'm not missing. I'm fine. Stop asking me things. Okay. (laughs) Then why don't you just answer the question, Carrie? Also, why do you have to mention you're not missing? Yeah. No one said anything. Nobody said you were. I mean, they did file a missing persons report. (laughs) But it's not like they're just like, Oh, you're missing. Where have you been? Yeah, well, if it, it was almost of... like, I'm going to protest too much. No, that's like the definition of sharing too much information. You basically just told on yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And which is done a lot in this case. It's ridiculous. So going to fast forward to nine months after the disappearance. So as you can see, there's a lot of gaps. It went on for so long. Because it... there. They didn't do anything, and it's just so frustrating in this case, but I understand where there was a lack of evidence, but, I mean, they could have tracked IP addresses or something. Yeah, there was no lead. 
no as far as they were concerned there was no one who would have done this to carrie so it yeah. didn't make sense so nine months later dave and dave and still dave and still <laughs> dave and liz are still receiving texts too and like i said they kind of bonded over this and they got back together a lot of the time they would receive texts from carrie while they were together and both their phones would go off at the same time so like I said, it was a bonding experience for them. They'd be sitting there and both their phones would light up from Carrie and they'd be like, oh, oh look at the crazy yeah, shit. She said she wanted to kill me. Oh, oh she weird. said she wanted she to, kill to kill me, me too. too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like it was exactly like that. So annoying. Yeah. And even though it became like a joke to them, it was still becoming very real and very scary. And things began to take an even scarier turn. Dave receives an email from Carrie and he opens it up to see a photo of what looks like Liz tied up in the trunk of a car. So Dave gets that email from Carrie of being like, I tied Liz up. She's in the trunk. I'm going to kill her unless Is this you call her. He gets the picture too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She's tied up in a trunk. She's got like duct tape on her mouth. So much work. It, so much it literally looks like a selfie. <laughs> It looks like a selfie of Liz tied up in the trunk of a car. I'm just going to say that. So Dave calls Liz and he's like, hey, are you tied up in a trunk right now? By any chance? (laughs) I'm talking to you. No, literally. That's what she's like. like. She's like, no, why? I answered my phone, weirdo. Literally. Like, you're so silly. Yeah. But wasn't there like a, I've kidnapped her. You have to do ABC. Or like there was something. No, no. They wanted him to go on Facebook or something and say, Liz is a terrible human. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. Just talk shit about Just Liz. talk shit. Yeah, talk his shit. Yeah, and there was actually, right after this, Dave receives an email from Carrie with a link to an obituary for Liz. And it basically said that Liz was a whore and a man stealer and, quote, I'm glad she's gone. I want my obituary to sound the same. Right. <laughs> Here I'll be unsatisfied. Whore. She was a giant bitch. Fat whore, man whore, stealer. Cow. Such a terrible person. May she rot in hell. Exactly. And that's what Liz's obituary said. Everything was really starting to freak them out again because of these things, because now there are like serious death threats here. Yeah. And it was made even worse when Liz's house was set on fire, which is just insane and so real. Um, Liz calls Dave, freaking the fuck out, and says her house is in flames, and that Carrie did it. She knows it was Carrie. It had to be Carrie. It's not electrical. It's not no. any other reason. No, it had to be Carrie. Of course. Because she's crazy. She lost almost all of her belongings in this fire, including her two dogs, a cat, and her pet snake. Could you imagine? No. Could you imagine? No. I would be devastated if i lost an animal in a fire devastated and of course liz's reaction has nothing to do with all of her things at all there is actually an audio recording of liz talking to responders that responders at the scene and we can play that clip here but it's just she immediately just starts pointing pointing the fingers at carrie i mean the fact like my house is burning it was clearly her Mm mm-hmm Fuck the fact that like all my animals are dead and i've lost everything yeah just you know, that is. Yeah. Okay, it's on. insane. So we're going to play that play that clip here. From what I've seen so far looking inside, this is it's pretty obvious. This is an intentionally set fire. The guy that I've seen, he has a girlfriend he did for two weeks, and she's been stalking me since November. Do you know her name? It's Carrie. C-A-R-I. But she has made threats towards me and my kids. She would kept text me telling me she wanted to kill me and my kids. You would think they were married as much as she's stalking me she won't leave me alone 
not go away. I just wish she would go away. I just wish she would go away. I just wish she would go away. I just wish. Does anybody feel mad? It makes me mad. It makes me so mad. Because (sighs) she doesn't even care about the fact that her dogs, her cat, her her snake. Thank God her kids weren't there. I feel like she wouldn't even cry about that. No. It seems like it. All she cared about was Carrie. She did this. I just want her to go It was Carrie. It It was was Carrie. Carrie. It was Carrie. (laughs) Tear. I don't know. If my house was on fire, who did it? I wouldn't even be thinking about how it started. No, I would just worry about my stuff, my my cat. My house. Yeah. And then worry about how it was started after. When you haven't chance to calm down for a right, second right but like your initial reaction to your house being on fire shouldn't be like it was her i know it totally the fuck you fucking psycho no because how do you know it was intentional anyways so uh, dave actually ended up perching a gun perching <laughs> purchasing i'm illiterate Dave purchased a gun after this because this really freaked him out because now it wasn't just over the phone spray paint because she actually did end up spray painting the front of his job with Dave Beats Women, which is terrible. Dude, they're poor and Terrible. Like that, that On his job. job. Like that could ruin his entire life I mean, right first there. first the cops come in to question you. Right. And so now that this makes is you look terrible. Painted. And he just started working there that year. Yeah. So it he makes him new. look awful. I mean, you were the new guy. Yeah. So he wasn't really getting a good impression no. around Omaha. So that just really sucked for him. So he bought a gun because he was like, okay, she's not just spray painting anymore. Now it's like, it's, it's personal. Real. Yeah, she's at, she's coming to our houses, yeah. you know? And it just seemed like there was a line she wouldn't cross. He was getting really fearful for his life. So about a year and a half after Carrie's disappearance, it was a whole year and a half later in January 2014, Dave actually tells Liz that he doesn't really want anything serious anymore and that he's going to start seeing other women. And it appeared that Carrie had gotten wind of this too. I forgot about this part. Yeah. Yeah. And so somehow, every woman Dave was interacting with, Carrie seemed to be getting a hold of. Even if he had just, like, messaged her high on some dating website, somehow Carrie was sending death threats to that woman too. How, if they thought that she still existed... Okay, that she was still roaming the streets right. of Omaha. How did nobody ever see her? No. No. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't... I thought she was in Kansas. How was she looking at my window in well, Omaha? I mean, Omaha's big. But it's not like you're not going to run into somebody right. at some or point. Or that... And it's also not off the grid where your cell phone records wouldn't show you anywhere, your credit card wouldn't be used anywhere, you're not spending any money. I mean, so you just went underground. Forever. But For you came out two to send text messages. Years. Right. Like, how? How are you living? How? How are you paying your cell phone bill without using a credit card? And nobody sees you. And they're not even thinking about it. No. Ugh. It's very frustrating. It's so frustrating. So, Carrie was sending all these nasty texts to all the women that Dave was talking to online, including his ex-girlfriend, Amy Flora, and that was the one who was the mother of his two kids, and she started being threatened and harassed by Carrie. Another woman who was being harassed by Carrie was one of Dave's old high school friends named Heather Tweed? 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 I'm gonna say Tweed. 
Sure. I'm going to say Tweed. Um, Heather Tweed. And Dave started seeing her again. And she got to witness some of the craziness firsthand. Because one night, she drove up there to hang out with Dave. Because I think she lived like an hour away. Oh, she was somewhere in Iowa. Yeah, she was yeah. a little bit farther away. So she drove up there to spend the night with him and hang out. And she said that the entire time they were hanging out, his phone was just blowing up like crazy. And at one point, they even saw the doorknob jingle. Jingle. Jiggle. Jiggle. <laughs> they jingle. saw the doorknob jiggle, which I would be so freaked out. I would have, I would have been out. That would have just been enough. Honestly, props to her because if, like, I'm, I'm pretty sure he warned her before she came over about Carrie. I would not get back, involved. Back to some. Hold on. It, if you're seeing a guy and he says, ignore my phone, my crazy not even girlfriend my crazy hookup won't leave me alone that's called a red flag that is a big fucking red flag yeah like that's not just like a maybe it's not orange it's red that bitch is red it's not a teeny red flag it's a big one that is like a holy fuck flag yeah yeah it would have been enough for it granted it wasn't his fault in this case but that is but you don't know exactly that. exactly like she has no idea no that's like it would be enough no. for me to not travel to see you mm-hmm. you sort that shit out first but i'm guessing because they were friends in high school it wasn't really school, like you're in your 30s i know but i'm guessing what seemed like they were really close though there was pictures of them all throughout high school like they seemed to be really good friends so i think it was just like a case where they had already been close so she didn't really care like if it was a new girl i still think it's weird regardless but if it was a new girl it would have been super weird but i think this was her longtime friend my freaking high school boyfriend messaged me and these were the things leading not. up to yeah <laughs> You're please don't me. ever call me um, please don't. it wouldn't make me want to rekindle anything no that's true you know like there's but just, she could have been at a point in her life where she was ready i don't know heather i love your optimism <laughs> i enjoy it it's great for you i'm trying but there's no fucking way in hell yeah no there's definitely something weird about that it's but just, she seemed like a nice girl from what I saw. I, no, I'm, I'm sure yeah. she's extremely nice. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying anything against her. No, but it is niceness. weird. Like, I'd be like, bitch, get out of there. Like, yeah. Like, if this were yeah. a scary movie. Yeah. Say that we're oh watching God. this. You, She'd be the one that we were like, bitch, run. Literally, like, run. behind get you. Behind you. <laughs> out. I would be standing in the movie yeah. theater annoying everybody. Well, I think she realizes this after what happens this night. So after the doorknob is jingling, Dave and Heather are in bed. And I don't know if they were getting steamy or if they were just, like, heading to bed. But all of a sudden, they hear a loud crash and they look over and a brick got thrown through the window. And she said to her it sounded like a gun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She said it sounded like a gun. Yeah. Which is scary either way. Regardless. Imagine knowing that situation and then that happens. I would have been like, peace out. I don't know if she stayed the night after that. I wouldn't. The door handle jiggling. That would have been enough uh-uh. to get me in my car. Oh, my God. Because you're here somewhere. But you I would have been so me. scared to leave. I don't go fuck i'd be like we're calling a police escort to get yes. me out of here yes yeah like call the cops They'll i don't know why he didn't car. every time something like that happened i would have called every time he didn't call because them that after means that, she's on he? the perimeter perimeter 
You know what I mean? Like she's present. She's, she's somewhere here. And this woman has been missing for almost two years now. Is at my front door. Yeah. Come here. She's going to be in the area. She did, can't go far. She doesn't have a car. Did they know in Nebraska that she was part of a missing person's case? I don't think it got communicated until um, they saw Dave at the auto shop. So I, at this point, they knew. Okay. So bricks being thrown through a window. I don't think the Iowa police... I don't know if the Iowa police knew, but I know the Nebraska police knew about Iowa. So they had to have communicated. So somehow. Somehow they're ignoring everything. Did he call the cops when that happened? No, not that I had records. Of. Oh, yes. Yes, he did. He yeah. Did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He called the police. And actually, oh my God, this is the part. Okay. I forgot about this. Yeah. He calls the police and then Dave brought Heather to go to Liz's house because he wanted to check on Liz. Oh, that's right. How fucking weird is that? The brick goes through the window. So then Dave takes We're gonna his pack you. hookup to go to his other hookup's house to make sure she's okay. Which is so weird. Why was that the thought process? No, I don't know. Dave's got to have some magic fucking dick. It's made of gold. It has to be. to For both of these women to be okay with this. How did he get... How did he get Heather to come with? And how, why did he think no, this No, but like all these girls are just on board. Oh, on board. Do he, he hung. Literally. Hung. He has to be like a fucking racehorse. Because he's not rich. No. So the, his dick is like this. It has to be. Dave's watching and he's just. Sorry, Dave, man. if you're not. But we said you are. What do you mean? I'm not rich. I work at an auto body shop. But they said I had a big dick. <laughs> exactly. So that's fine. And that's, that's the equivalent of Ariana Grande trashing Pete Davidson and being like, well, it's okay. He had a big dick. You know what I mean? Pete hated that. Do you guys really hate that? Pete did. Why, though? I don't know. I'm so ill for you knowing that. Honey, I know everything about Pete Davidson. You know that. I have an obsession with Pete Davidson and Kate thinks he's disgusting. And I get it. I totally do. But I can't help it. That's because Pete is the guy that would spit in your face, bend you over, do a line off your ass crack, and then smack you. If that doesn't sound like a good time, I don't know what does. It doesn't. <laughs> it does. It, it kind of does. It kind of a little bit does, though, right? Right? <laughs> like a, a little bit. bit. <laughs> back in, Just back in the days. <laughs> Yum. I'm sure it smells like tobacco. <laughs> It just smells like musty balls and cigarettes. Yeah. I think you were going to say mustard for a second, and I could totally see that. Him smelling like mustard. Fritos. Like the chili cheese kind? Yeah. Like the ones that you can smell when somebody opens them next door. Yeah. And it smells like an armpit and a dirty vagina had a yeah. baby. With really shitty cologne yeah. over the top of it. Like the kind you buy at like, I don't know, Rue 21. Yeah. Yeah. But with a pack of Newports. Yes. Marlboro, Mar- Marlboro. No, he seems like a Newport man. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because Marlboro's too popular now. He seems like a new Newport or Newport's Paul the classic, Malk, like the very oh, like the original original. The, yeah. Okay. You're gross. Anyway, <laughs> count how many times Peyton said. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> every, you should have to drink every time Peyton says anyways. Oh my god, that'd be a fucking fun drinking game. If you're plastered. sober by the end of this, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> Literally. Seriously. Then you missed a couple. Yes. Uh-huh. Or smoke a bowl. 
You have to take a hit. Yes. Either way, I need you to not be sober at the end of this because we're funnier when you're. I need you to not be sober at the beginning, so the whole thing's funny. But I want you to be really not sober at the end. And if you're gonna drink, don't drive. No. Be safe. Be safe. Be smart. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If you're listening, me and Kate just tried to high five and completely missed. We failed. That's a perfect segue to move on. Yes. Okay. So after two and a half years since Carrie went missing, the case had gone cold. Two and a half years. And they just dropped off. And because they didn't try. No, they didn't try at all. At all. No. They just figured, eh, it's another crazy bitch. It's yep. fine. She's off the rails. It's Whatever. Fine. It's also Omaha. So I feel like it's full of crazy people. Yeah. So it wasn't anything new. No. But Dave and everyone were still receiving messages from Carrie, but there wasn't much police could do or would do at that point. No, they never even tried to track. No, which that would have been my first thought is like, where are these messages coming from? 2012. So like that wasn't. I don't know if it was a thing then. I mean, not. I don't think as much. Yeah. It's not like cell phones were at the peak. Right. Of their technology. So it wasn't like like their first thought. Yeah. Like iPhones were still a brick. Right. You know, yeah. so I don't think they were looking into it. As exactly. As- yeah. And so it, it just went cold mm-hmm. like that. But shout out to detectives Ryan Avis and Jim Doherty because they decided they wanted to take a second look at this case because it really interested them. It was a local case mm-hmm. and they just thought it was really fishy. Yeah. And they decided to take a different approach on things this time. So they decided that Detective Doty is going to look at the case as if she's dead. And Detective Avis is going to look at the case as if she's alive. And in doing this, Avis realized that there was no way he could prove that Carrie was alive. I mean, she hadn't spent any money. She hadn't talked to anyone over the phone. No one's seen her. She didn't have anything. Her There's car was gone. Zero paper there was trail. no way. Yeah. He said there was it just it wasn't possible. There like she went off the grid, like I said, and somehow was still using her phone, paying a phone bill. Yeah. That it wasn't possible. So they also realized how different the messages seemed to be from Carrie. The way she wrote and spoke, it wasn't like Carrie. They matched it up to old messages that Carrie had actually sent. And the punctuation was different. The words were different. Carrie was someone who's very smart and sophisticated, very classy. And her messages showed that. But these new messages from Carrie are like using the letter R and the letter U. You know what I mean? It just was very not punctuated. Yeah, it's yeah. just very like, like you are a you know what i mean like yeah just not 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 how carrie would spoke yeah Yeah. spoke speak not how she would speak so after realizing all these things they decided to reopen the case as if carrie was dead and detective doty said liz really stuck out to him in this case because he said she seemed to be the main focus of all of it and it was very bizarre because of the small interaction they'd had. So he was just very curious to see if she knew anything more than she let on, but he was kind of starting to think she was a little fishy. The detectives decided to have a digital forensics administrator named Anthony Cava take a look at the messages and information on Dave and Liz's phones again. So when they first reported all the stalking, they had given their phones to police to be analyzed. Yeah. 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 So it was just the first few messages that were analyzed, nothing crazy. Like they couldn't access deleted things or anything like that, and they didn't have all the updated information on there so when they were looking back on there they found a picture of carrie's black ford explorer on liz's phone that they somehow missed 
And when they looked at the picture, they realized it was taken about a month before the police even found Carrie's car. So somehow, Liz had a photo of Carrie's car a month before anyone had discovered it. For somebody she didn't, didn't meet. Yeah, you didn't, didn't know. know this person. That's, that's very weird. They also found that Liz had made several calls to Carrie's house using Star 67 to hide her identity, which, like we've been saying, for someone that you didn't really know is extremely weird especially when you have been saying that that's the only time you ever spoke yeah you or only talk. saw her in that one passing yeah for you to say that and then for these calls to be on your phone for somebody you didn't know doesn't it so makes, like why are they there yeah it makes you look a little suspicious psycho suspicious, okay? they also found that photo of liz tied up in the trunk on her own phone taken off of her own phone the data analysis showed that it was taken off her own her own phone it literally looks like a selfie i'll put it in this fucking bitch <laughs> tied taped herself her up how do you taped her mouth put herself in the trunk of the her own lengths. car and took a picture like she had been kidnapped the fuck the, the lengths she went to that's so much work it's a lot yeah also were you just laying in bed and you're like, ways to make this look real. Right. Ways Tie to spice myself it up. up. Check. Why? That Why? is extreme and crazy. That's crazy bitch behavior. You could have just stayed crazy with the text messages. Oh, yeah. She went above and beyond. You kidnapped yourself. <laughs> you kidnapped yourself. You you burned your house down. You killed your, your dog. Pets. Your cat. Your you snake. Dirty, dirty bitch. You dirty bitch. You are a dirty whore, Liz. Oh. Whore from whore from Peyton and Kate, Liz. Whore from Peyton and Kate. Anyways, so <laughs> obviously Liz is looking extremely guilty. I Clearly, mean, yeah, she, you know, yeah. So please go to Carrie's mother to inform her that they've reopened the case and that they don't think Carrie left on her own free will. And for her mom to hear this from the police, this is the first time. She's heard that because she's been saying this all along it's, that this isn't my daughter. I know it. The first time anybody's doing anything. And the first time anyone believes her the, the, and is saying that they understand that Carrie didn't leave on her own. And like she, her mom even said that when the first like at first when the police called her, she was rude. <laughs> she was like, I feel bad because when I answered the phone, she's so sweet. She's like, I feel bad because when I answered the phone, I was being kind of mean. And then they said that and I just broke down. And it's just... It's so I sad. feel like at this point, though, I would have been rude, too. Oh, yeah. Because you literally like, done nothing, and I've been want? telling you for two years something isn't right, and you fucking did nothing. Nothing. You just sat there. When all of this could have been dealt with yeah. and moved forward two fucking years ago. Exactly. It could have been over. Done. Yeah. I could have she grieved knew. already. She knew that yeah. her daughter wasn't around. She just wanted closure. Yes. And like any so mother would exactly anyone this was a big big thing for her and she was just really happy that they were looking at the case and so they began to ask her some more questions and dive deeper into the case i don't know if this part never came up to police before i feel like it did but they just didn't do anything because nancy obviously would have given them everything she had and i don't i think she gave it this to police but um they found that a few days after carrie went missing her mother, Nancy, had been told by Carrie that she was selling all of her furniture and someone's coming to pick it up and give her a check. Just. Yeah. So Carrie then sent her a picture of this check and they 
figured out this check was made out to a Shayna Goyer, aka Liz. Are you dumb? You could tell Liz just thought she was so smart. Oh, she thought she was the smartest person. I just, you've gone so far. You've gone so far. To be you, so sloppy. You, to have that one thing. With your name on it. You tied yourself up. You put yourself in a trunk. You figured out how to send text messages to yourself and that yeah. guy. And somehow. At the same time. And somehow your dumbass signed the check. You couldn't just wire her cash. <laughs> like, I mean, PayPal existed in 2012. Or even a bank. And an envelope. Fucking Western <laughs> Union. Yeah. But you signed the check. Yeah. You got sloppy. So sloppy. So sloppy. And it's so evident as she gets caught more and more in this case. Um, so after they see the check, obviously, they're thinking Liz did it. So now they decide to run Liz's fingerprint against the one found in Carrie's car because Dave and Liz had both agreed to be DNA test. DNA testing. DNA testing. DNA testing from the down under. You guys remember from the mint box yes was it a for, mint box? yeah the mint container that was found in, in the car yeah in the cup holder which was the only piece of dna they found yeah and i don't know why they never ran it before when they got it because they just had it from the first time they interviewed them which is, doesn't make sense you found one single fingerprint wouldn't you test everybody you talked to you didn't think the car was too fucking clean right and you didn't think to test that one fingerprint. No, it's very frustrating. But when they finally do run the fingerprint, they found that it's a match. Bum, bum, bum. It belongs to Liz. No shit. The evidence is pretty damning at this point. So they tell Dave that Liz is a suspect and he doesn't believe it. They tell him like not to say anything, obviously, but he's like, there's no way because I've been next to her when she's received messages. But I would have done the same thing. Oh, yeah. I would have been like, like we're crazy. No. We were getting the same text yeah. messages at the same time. Right next to each other. She was literally sitting next to me when she was getting she them. She couldn't so have done how? it. Right. I never would have thought it either. No. I don't blame him for that, but he just didn't believe I didn't even it. know this was a thing that you could do. I know. This, this shocked me. But we later find out that Liz was able to have an app on her phone that sends the messages but we'll get there in a second to talk about everything else on liz's phone right around this time dave also realizes that his smith and wesson gun that he had bought that i mentioned earlier it was just missing so he reported it stolen to the police Which, thank god thank you for reporting your missing gun yeah i okay we did give div did what the fuck is up with your name dave i either love it or can't say it she just wants to keep saying it i do i guess i don't run. know ew I would never date a Dave. That's a hard name to say. Dave from Wendy's. Let's take it back. <laughs> but we do give Dave a lot of shit, or we did. But, I mean, he did do pretty good in this case, I guess, with reporting everything. I, I guess it's hard because he... We've never been there. <laughs> no, and you don't really... What, what is the right way right. to How do you handle go about a it? psycho bitch? The right way to handle a cycle one night stand. Yeah, exactly. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. It, they weren't dating. Yeah. It had so only sorry. been a few weeks. So how do you, how do you know? Right. How do you know how to handle this? Sorry, Dave. We apologize for giving you I'm shit kind of earlier. Sorry. I'm not as sorry as you're she is. You're still a player. You're, you, you are, you, nah. 
Yeah. Mm. In December of 2015, Liz Goyer walks into the police station to file a harassment claim on Dame's ex- Dame. <laughs> that guy we're talking about, the guy Dame. who this case is about, his ex-girlfriend Amy Flora. Dame. That guy. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> God. <laughs> she walks in and files a harassment claim on his ex-girlfriend Amy Flora because now she says that she thinks that Amy's the one stalking her and them. Not Liz. All of it. All of it. Or not Liz. Not Carrie. Yeah. She thinks that Carrie's actually dead. And that Amy killed her. Amy did it. And Amy's the one stalking her. Because it just makes no sense. That's what Liz says. And so... Why wouldn't it be the baby mama? I think she was starting to see that police were catching on to her. Because they were lurking around again, talking about Carrie. So she's getting a little nervous. She started to panic. Yeah. And in like true form, when you start to panic, you don't think rational. Mm -mm. You just react. That's exactly what she's doing this whole time. Almost giving herself away. You can see yourself. See her drowning. It's unraveling. Yeah. Your game is unfolding. You've been caught, bitch. You're starting to show your hand. So uh, when she goes in there, um, Detective Avis and Detective Doty are like, oh my God, there's no way this bitch just tried to say it was her. So Avis decides that he wants to drive down to Liz's house to follow up on the complaint, but he's kind of just doing it to get more information out of her. So she's saying how she thinks it's Carrie now, and there's actually audio for that, so we can insert that here, too. Hi, was it Shannon? Yeah, or Liz. My sergeant you had just talked to, and he said that you were trying to file harassment. Yeah, a harassment. The reports have been made against Carrie Paper. Carrie Paper? She used to date my boyfriend, only for about two weeks. They only dated for two weeks, and I don't understand why a person would still be stalking him almost three years later. It's getting ridiculous. She keeps stalking me on Facebook. So Amy still would like to be with Dave? I'm guessing. I don't know. Okay. Um, I just want to leave me alone. What the fuck? <laughs> you know, maybe you did this when you were a kid, where you would lie, and in almost to cover your lie you would tell another lie oh yeah people are guilty of this all over yeah, the place yeah because you can't help but snowball so you just you're scared of like it in starts trouble. so little and then it just keeps growing and growing and yeah. growing until you're so far buried in where that original lie was yeah that you just pull something random out of your ass oh yeah this bitch pulled deep up and her saying like there's no way the only data for she two weeks why would she do that you're right there is no way yeah Thank you, you. you. Thank you. We know. <laughs> and honestly, say that police weren't even suspecting Liz and she said that, I would I would start looking at her. That's just stupid. It's, it's just you're that, reopening like, it because you're scared. Why are you coming to me now? Yeah. Like why now? All of a sudden. All of a sudden you have an answer. Yeah. For all of it. Like when you, you have realized that in the beginning, like all of us. Made yourself look almost? so guilty. Oh, yeah. Like, you've just given yourself away. It would have been easier for you to walk your fat ass down there. I'm sorry. It would have been easier for you to walk your ass down there and just be like, it was me. Yeah. I fucking did all of this. Come on. Instead of pulling this random girl into it. Just give it up. Because you've buried yourself. She continues to bury herself with this interview, which is so funny because all 
the information they had at the time was from the first time Liz and Dave let them have their phones. And Detective Avis asks Liz while he's there if she would sign a consent form for him to look through her phone again so he can investigate further into this Amy Flora shit. And she willingly does it. And she does it. She will. Like, it was almost like she just didn't. She didn't think. think she would get caught. No. No. She, she, she really didn't smart. think that this could happen. No. But yeah, she agrees. This was huge for them because now they could access everything on her phone. Everything she even deleted. Like she actually thought that that's it though. That yeah. like you could delete it and you'll never find it again. Exactly. Because she was stupid. Oh my God. She wasn't as smart as she thought she was. Liz also said that she knew Dave's gun was missing and that she thought Amy Flora had stole it, stolen it. And when Detective Avis asked her about the gun, all she could really say was that it was a Smith & Wesson. It was, I think she said it was a 9mm. I don't remember. But she didn't Liz really. Liz said this? Liz did, yeah. She didn't really give many details besides. Would you know, like. She said she only knew because she saw the outside of the box. Okay. Yeah. Because the outside of the box says gun in here, here's brand. Well, it said Smith & Wesson on it. I don't know, like, to me, it looks like, like a Louis Vuitton box. It's, like, orange, Smith & Wesson. That's what I, the picture was. That's what the case I think. came in. I think that's okay. what it looked like, yeah. That's what she said, acting like she'd never seen it before besides the box. Detective Avis said she was super vague about it, and it was just weird that why she even she brought it up. would she have seen the box? Because didn't you keep it in, like, it was away. It was put Yeah, on. yeah. So, like, why would you have ever seen the box? I don't know. You know, it wasn't like he was fucking John Wayne. Like, look, I bought a gun. Here's oh. my gun. Like, no. So... Avis thought that was super weird that she was bringing it up. The next day, after what we just heard and what she just said, the next day, Liz makes a 911 phone call claiming that someone had come up behind her at the park and shot her in the leg. And we can play that call like for pow, you now. Pow. One must get a severe emergency. I've been shot in the leg. Oh, my, my feet are like it's soaked with blood. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> the assailant still nearby? I don't think so. I took off running. Do you know what she looked like at all? No, she's behind me. Listen, <laughs> not even Jesus can help you. No. No. No one can, girl. No one. <laughs> I've been no. shot. Yeah. yeah. So Liz claimed that she was walking alone at Big Lake Park in Council Bluffs, Iowa. In the middle of the night. In the middle of the night. It was like, well, it was like 6 o'clock at night or like 6.30 p.m. Wasn't it December? Yeah. Okay, so dark. It's weird. Yeah, it was nighttime and it was just a weird Also, if you live in the Midwest, even in Nebraska, nobody's fucking out walking at 6 o'clock at night in December. And I don't know why she went to Iowa when she lives in Omaha. Maybe it was just pretty. Okay, so Omaha is right here, and Council Bluffs is literally oh state line type thing. It's right yeah. next to it. Yeah, okay. I mean, it's not yeah. far, far away. Yeah, it's like us driving from here to Milton. Oh, okay. That's yeah, not it's far. like right there. Yeah. Okay. Fun but, facts that I don't know why I know. <laughs> but um, she said she was walking alone at Big Lake Park in Council Bluffs, Iowa, when a woman came up behind her and said, "How do you like fucking Dave?" And then shot her in the leg and ran off. At first, she said she didn't know who did it, but then started pointing the finger at Amy Flora, like, right away. First, she was like, I don't know. Like, on the call, she was like, I don't know who would have done it. And then right after, she was like, it was Amy. The amount of effort it takes to shoot yourself. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. You shot yourself That's to courage. cover your ass. She's got balls. I'll say that. It's balls. Though. That's balls. I could never. Balls would have been leaving this the fuck alone. <laughs> balls would have been not doing any of this. To yeah. just let fate do what it oh, needs yeah. to. <laughs> you shot yourself. Still, though. I mean, could you shoot yourself? Fuck no. Exactly. I definitely couldn't shoot myself and be like... The guy that I'm not banging, but that I was banging and I'm not banging anymore is ex-baby mama. <laughs> Shot me. What the, f- the fuck? It just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't add up. No. At all. No. Like, not even a piece. There's so much wrong with her. But um, Amy Flora was cleared that night by detectives. Of they, course. Yeah. They were obviously like, no, you're fine. She had an alibi and everything. That evening, Detective Avis said he knew right away that Liz shot herself. There was no doubt. Like, they weren't even thinking it was Carrie or Amy. Or that, like, she was mugged or... No. No. They knew. They were like, yeah, this fucking psycho like bitch. How do you like fucking Dave? Oh, how do you like fucking Dave? Boom. Huh? Huh? Also, what? If you were going to, like, shoot your girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, other person. Right. Would that be the smooth line that you used? No. You know what I mean? Like, how do you like fucking Dave? Actually, boom. It might have been for you. I feel like that's it kind would of be. a good one. How do you like fucking Dave, bitch? See, I'm an asshole, and I would have tortured you before I shot you. Yeah, you would have. I would have actually you tied you with up your and put you in the food. trunk. Yeah, we would have tied you to a tree. See, I I couldn't do that. I'd be, but I'd do what she you said. Can, I'd be much more sudden. Spider, I couldn't actually do this. <laughs> but <laughs> I was just planning a murder on our podcast. That's fine. Who Ooh, wants I'm to volunteer? To Anyways, <laughs> take another shot. Shot, <laughs> shot, shots, everybody. Detective Avis said it was super weird that she mentioned Dave's missing gun before, and he knew that that was the probably probably the one that she used to shoot herself and after this dave finally believes police he was like okay no one else would have had access to my gun super weird that she just got shot after my gun goes missing so finally he believes it's liz and not carrie finally (laughs) i know i know i know poor dave i know so, meanwhile, Liz's phone is showing more incriminating evidence. Anthony Cava, the digital forensics investigator I mentioned before, had found that Liz made around 20 to 30 fake emails using different variations of Carrie's name. Yeah. So, and some of them were even spelled wrong, I saw. Like, yeah. Carrie with a K. Yeah. How did they not realize that? A lot of it's just so sloppy. You know, like when you're just like scanning. Yeah. And you're like, okay. This kind of looks like you just keep it going. I feel like that's what it was. They didn't actually really want to look as far deep into this as they had to. Well, see, here's the issue I come to, though. So if someone emailed me with, as you, like, right when we met, as Kate with a C, I still would have been like, huh? But actually, no, I guess I would have been like, Like, maybe she did. Maybe there wasn't maybe she didn't have the option for kate with a k or maybe all the kates with the k were taken yeah that's what i mean mean? yeah yeah okay that makes sense i feel less angry about that now i'm so angry but i it's a valid point now i get it that's when they found that app on her phone too that made it able for her to 
schedule when text messages would be sent. So she would set up timed messages where she would be with Dave. So she would get text too while and he would get text. So it looked like it wasn't her. So she looked like she hadn't. It could be she had an alibi. There's a fucking app for this. Yeah. There's a fucking app for this. The worst thing about this case, not the worst thing. I mean, there's a lot of bad things. Someone, someone got seriously fucked up, but um, that she, Anthony Cava said that she must have spent over forty hours a week impersonating Carrie. That's a fucking full time job. job. Her full time job was psycho. She was like a nurse too, I think. I remember in all the interviews, she has like scrubs on. So I don't know if she was like a nurse or what. Fucking janitor. But she had a job and was still spending 40 hours a week doing this. That's psycho. It's like next level. Oh, insane. It is. Like, what's another word for psycho? Like, what's a higher word for psycho? sociopathic i don't know i feel like psycho is more than sociopath yeah but like i feel like like, if you can go a level higher she's because psychotic just doesn't it it doesn't cover whenever i think of like a an example to use for that i think of like the ted bundy title the ted bundy movie extremely wicked vile yeah what the judge called ted bundy in court but like yeah just disgusting methodical that it's so calculated yeah that i almost like i want to sit down and have a conversation with her oh yeah i, I want <laughs> her to connect all the dots for me i need to know the thought process i want to know what went through her head literally i don't think like did you did, like was there ever will. a panic like did you in your brain go oh shit mm-hmm. i'm about to get caught let me shoot myself. I would love to talk to like any murderer or killer and know what their brain went through in cases like this. Yeah, but like in most of them, most serial killers, there's a huge background yeah. that's bigger than just jealousy. But yeah, that's what I mean. I want to talk to someone like her who just seemed to be crazy for no reason. You killed somebody you met in passing. Didn't even speak to. Like I did, there wasn't even eye contact. No. No, but not at your all. brain instantly went to insecurity. Yeah, were you not hugged enough as a child? Do you need a hug? What, like what? Something had what? Have going on. What in is your abandonment issue? Because yeah. I cannot. No, something had to have gone on. There's usually always something in cases where someone's fucking crazy. But I feel like almost in this case, and I could be wrong because I don't know anything about her growing up. Yeah, there wasn't really much on that. No. I tried to find some because I'm always interested in that but stuff. But I almost feel like she lived a very normal life. Yeah. That she like this was normal. just... Uh, like in the beginning, like if you watch the 2020 special... They talk about how she loved taking selfies and sending them to her friends. Yeah. So I feel like this was a very, I'm better. I'm better yeah. than all of you. And this was before Snapchat. So it wasn't like, you know what I mean? She no, was the like shit was like people. digital like, camera. Yeah. And just like send them with no context. Like, hey, here's my forehead. She so just, like, I just feel like she was, she just was a very vain insecure. Asshole. Yeah. She was insecure, but vain. Yeah. Like, it was her insecurities that made her react this way she was a true narcissist almost yes yeah there we go yeah that's that's what i'm looking for true narcissist yes 
So uh, after Liz gets all healed up and everything from literally shooting, shooting herself, herself. Because she shot herself. Um, detectives bring her in to get some more information to kind of set her up. They say that they found some remains that they think may be Carrie, which was a lie. They had no remains and still never found any. Mm-mm. But they ask her who she thinks may have wanted to do this to Carrie. And immediately she's, Amy Flora, Amy Flora did it. So in this investigation, after all that, they ask Liz to contact Amy and try to get her to talk about what happened to Carrie. And Liz agrees. I think in her brain, she was complying with police to not look guilty but which i mean is smart in a sense, her. but what? It, it literally buried her like yeah. this is what buried you yeah you were so busy trying to make it look like you weren't the bad guy that you made yourself look like the bad that guy. you showed that you were the bad guy. yes like yeah. tell me you're the bad guy without telling me you're the bad guy That's exactly what it was too she really did but um yeah she agrees okay. to it and she gets right to work making fake emails from Amy admitting to shooting Liz at the park and killing Carrie. So all of a sudden, right after they ask Liz, hey, can you talk to Amy? There's a fake email from Amy saying, yeah, I killed Carrie. And yeah, I shot you. Because, you know, that's something everybody sends in an email. Oh, yeah. Obviously, you've yeah, gotten away it. with murder for three years and shoot somebody. You're just going to confess to it. It's about as bad as, like, just murdering somebody on, like tiktok yeah or like in front of people yeah. like going to a coffee shop and just killing someone and being like how you dare did you that uh, yeah rude yeah. you know yeah it was just stupid so the police obviously can't do anything about it because they know it's fake and liz gets pissed because they haven't arrested amy yet and she confessed to it and so she calls the detectives and we can play that audio now it is the most embarrassing thing I've ever heard. Like, it's cringy. It's so cringy. Looks like the only person that benefited was her. So she gets to shoot somebody, and then she gets to kill another person, and then she gets to move in with Dave, and she gets to be free. And you guys aren't arresting her. What the fuck? The tears. The, the fuck. Like, she's so mad at this. That is the most incriminating thing I think It was also she the most emotion sound. she's had yeah. through fucking anything. Yeah. So she gets to be happy, and she gets to live with Dave, and I get to sit out here. She gets just, what I want. I've, I've put in this work. Someone I've done him. all of this, and I get nothing. This is what yeah. she's pissed about. It's exact. It's literally her being like, "Look at all I did to be with you, and now I can't." Because something I forgot to mention was that the detectives actually pushed Dave to move in with Amy, so they could get this reaction from her, and it worked. Because it. T- Hold on her. Yeah, it absolutely. She literally told on herself. Oh, yeah. They tell Liz that in order to be able to arrest Amy, they need details from her. Details only a killer would know. So, sure a fucking enough, Liz starts getting emails from Amy saying exactly where the murder took place, what happened. Um, she says that she stabbed Carrie three to four times and then put her body in a garbage bag. And they said in the email that the crime had taken place in Carrie's car. So that's where they began to investigate again. And like I said, they searched Carrie's car multiple times. So this time they decided to rip the thing apart, which I don't know why they didn't do in the first place. Especially with a missing person. Yeah. Wouldn't you look everywhere? I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, they searched like, the surface. Why wouldn't you rip upholstery out? Like, why wouldn't you right. test for blood? Like, and why wouldn't you? That's what they did now. 
now finally now right so after they rip up all the cloth seating in carrie's car they find a big red blood stain on the seat which was determined to be carrie's blood it was a match for carrie so at this point it's now a homicide and no longer a missing person so they know carrie's not doing this come on now, now it's just a matter of how, okay, when can we re-arrest I feel this? like as a detective, like, I would have just kept dragging this out to see who else she could blame. Right. You know what I mean? Like, who Is else she going to say it's Dave now? Yeah. I think that would have been, been the next, next move one. because he was living with Amy. If I can't have you, no one can. Yep. Unless she would have killed Amy. That could have happened. Yeah. Could have. If she, if she got angry next. enough. It would have been it would e- Either she would have blamed Dave. And it would have been blatant and obvious because at this oh, point yeah. she's just pissed. Oh, Yeah. And it would have been sloppy. Maybe yep. Dave would have been there. And she would have been like, this is for you, Dave. Yeah, it would have been yeah. a lifetime special. Oh, yeah. Dramatic. I, I'm glad that didn't happen, though. <laughs> Amy, I'm glad you're still alive. So since this homicide had taken place in Omaha, because that's where everything really happened, the case was handed over to Detective Schneider. Well, not handed over. He joined the case. And he's the one who actually decides to bring in Liz for questioning. And this is also one of my favorite interviews out of this. Because she sounds like a little kid who just got caught, like, looking at boobs for the first yeah. time. And is trying Mom to just say, no, I didn't. Porn. No, I didn't. Yeah. It wasn't me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Mom um, walks in with your dick in your hand exactly and, and he's like it wasn't what you anything. think it was yeah. yeah so um he shows her all the evidence and we can play that now it's just really it's kind of funny now the reason why you're in this chair right now today is because you have a lot of questions that you need to answer for me um her phone was at your house right after she disappeared and i want to ask you how you can explain that to me please she's never been to my house your fingerprints are inside her vehicle how would your fingerprints be inside your vehicle? I don't know, because I've never been in her car. You drove her car. No, I didn't. I've never been inside her car. I've never even been around her car. Ever. Your fingerprints are in there. No, I haven't. I'm not lying. I've never been around her car. I've never even seen it. So defensive. Like, that's not yeah. like a, holy shit, do you really think that, like, I did this? Right, it's did not it. like... <gasps> Oh my god, really? It wasn't me. My f- I didn't do it. Yeah. I'm not lying. My favorite part is, so I'm one of the world's worst liars ever. My mom can testify for this. I, I think you could testify for this too, because yeah. you can tell if I'm lying, if I'm under the influence, you can tell anything. And almost like anyone can tell when I'm lying, because I'm terrible. And when I was in like middle school, I remember like the way I would get caught lying is because I would fuck up my words. And so like when he was saying, your fingerprints are in her car. No, I haven't. Bitch, that doesn't even make sense. Not only that, but (laughs) You're just scared. If you have to say, I'm not lying. You're lying. You're lying. He didn't say you were lying. No, he He never once said you were lying. I'm not lying. You're you're getting defensive the fact you're sitting with your arms crossed you're oh, she immediately was. defensive mm-hmm. it's like calling a kid into the principal's office yeah like you know you fucked up yeah you know you fucked yeah, up. yeah it's when you know you're caught but you don't want to be caught so yeah. bad yeah yeah so she was 
being kind of like a fucking child and while this is all happening detective Dodie and avis were actually getting a search warrant to search her apartment and obviously they got the warrant and in searching her apartment they found carrie's camera and camcorder so it's officially officially liz they found a video on carrie's camcorder of i think it was two days before she went missing of Carrie recording her car that was vandalized the night before and we can play that now and in this video Carrie this is what I mean she just seemed so sweet and she had a sense of humor about the situation it's just chilling to know that her car was vandalized right before she went missing so Thursday night apparently somebody here in the whopping metropolis of Macedonia Iowa decided Max's Explorer was not the right color we're gonna go see if we can fix that Somebody thought they were quite the artist. There's some um, all over the hood. For her to even have like a sense of humor in that situation. Yeah, because I wouldn't have. No, she was just I like, pissed. someone thought they were quite the artist. Like that just shows how kind hearted of a person she was. Like, I'm sure she was like upset about it. But even she was making a joke out of it, filming like, ha I mean, at the end of the day, she never gave this woman a reason to not like her. No, she didn't give anyone a reason to not like her. That's why this case was so difficult. That, like, she just happened to be sleeping with the guy that you were obsessed yeah. with. She didn't know you even existed. She met the wrong person at the wrong time. Basically. That's, it was just an unfortunate thing for Carrie yeah. Farber. She was an innocent woman who just wanted to have some fun with a guy she met in Omaha. She just wanted to bang it out. She just wanted to bang it out. You know, maybe a bed to sleep in sometimes. Yeah. A free meal. To get to sleep in before she goes to work. I mean... That's all she wanted. It's really unfortunate. Finally, after this, they have enough evidence to arrest Liz. And on December 22nd in 2016, yeah, 2016, Shayna Liz Goyer was arrested and charged for the murder of Carrie Farver. Fucking finally, four years. Four years. Four years after four, she guys. gone missing, she finally gets arrested, which is insane that this went on for that long. Like, yes, there's, there wasn't a lot of evidence until they found the evidence, but if they would have just looked or considered her when all the weird shit was happening, they would have found it right away because mm-hmm. she had this stuff for years. But they never looked no, into it. because they just thought she was another woman going crazy, off the rails. Off the, she just didn't take her meds and disappeared. But the only woman off the rails here is was Liz the Goyer. Yeah. The prosecutor on this case, Brenda Beadle, said this was one of the most difficult cases she's ever had. She said it was super hard to get someone to believe that someone would do this. That someone would kill their pets, shoot themselves. It was it was hard to Send prove that it was Liz. Messages. Yeah. I mean, she went above and beyond to oh, make yeah. herself look like the victim. Yeah. It's psycho. Oh, yeah. And it, it was easy to prove that Carrie had been murdered, but it was more difficult to prove that it was Liz who did it, even though all the evidence on her phone. Fortunately, I guess for Liz's side of the case, so her lawyer, his name was James Martin Davis, he asked for a bench trial instead of a jury trial because there was no body. And if you don't know what a bench trial is, it's a trial by judge, not, not a jury. But... um. Since there was no body, he wanted to do a bench trial because it would speed it up faster. So 
he was hoping they wouldn't find a body because if they found a body, he knew he was going to be toast. Oh, yeah. That it was going to be able to pin that back to her. But without it, there was there wasn't a homicide officially. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So they thought it was going to be kind of easy to get Liz off, but it wasn't because unfortunately for them... She's a dumb bitch. Yeah. Dave Krupa actually had found an old tablet in a storage unit that had one of Liz's own what liz's old phone memory cards in mm-hmm. it so he handed it over into investigators hoping maybe there'd be some more evidence on there so she can be put away for fucking ever as she should be there was pretty damning evidence on there I'd i mean say. i would say it was the nail in the coffin it, it was absolutely the nail in the coffin because among many unflattering selfies she had taken so many by the way so oh. many um, there was also a picture of a decomposing foot with a tattoo of a Chinese symbol on it. And Carrie Farber had actually that same tattoo in the same exact place, which just confirmed that Liz killed Carrie Farber. Because, I mean, this foot was, it was a dead, it was I a mean, dead it was foot. Years. It was yellow. Of decomposing. Yeah. And there, it, she had a picture, which is even, it makes this so cemented how sick she was. It wasn't like she killed Carrie in a blind rage. It was like she killed her and she loved that she killed her because she kept the trophy. I mean, she loved that she was getting away with it all. Yes. So it was almost like. She was, she was such a narcissist. I need to go back and look at my trinkets. Look, like, look, look at what, what, I what did, I've collected. What I got away with. That I'm still getting away with. I'm so smart. You buried yourself. Yeah. Also, weird fact, my mom has that tattoo. Yeah, on the back of her neck. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like that was like the thing. Yeah, it says, her tattoo said mother. And so my mom has that one too. But yeah, like, that's the most like sad part too. But also it's kind of bittersweet in a way that the only evidence they really have besides the blood of Carrie actually like being dead is the foot with the saying mother yeah and which is just ironic because her being a mother was the most important thing to her it was yeah yeah. and it was just it was like a bittersweet thing Mm -hmm. that that was the last thing seen of carrie you know what i mean her mother tattoo when it got to court liz was a stone cold bitch she didn't show any emotions i don't think she even said anything i don't think she believed she was actually going to do time for this no i don't think she believed that she would get in trouble because she thought she was so smart yeah That's she th- honestly thought she outsmarted the system and that is a theme with women killers i've noticed in us researching for this series i've noticed that a lot of women seem to think they are too smart to get away with this and i'm not gonna suck our own dicks women are pretty smart but we they can get, get away cockier. with it for a while yeah they i have noticed they do get away with it longer than men but I think and that's that, why they think they're so smart i don't know if it makes it smart or makes the system dumb to women yes you know what i mean i think it's a mixture like, of i think both. we're underrated yeah in what we're capable of actually oh yeah doing. It's the same thing when it comes to like relationships. It's like the stigma that men always cheat. But I know way more girls that have cheated than Amen. men. So it's I think it's like similar to that stigma yeah. where it's like a woman doesn't really do that often. A woman wouldn't they do. do that. You just don't hear about it because it's We're not as suspected. We're smart enough to keep our fucking mouth shut. <laughs> yes, but apparently not shut. Liz in this case. No, she like I said, she showed no emotions. You could tell she had no remorse for what she did. Like None. you said, she seemed yeah. like. She thought she, she didn't think she was going to get caught. No. Like she didn't think that she would get in trouble for this. No. She honestly thought she was going to be fine. But after that p- 
picture of the foot was found in 2017, Shayna Liz Goyer was sentenced to life in prison for first-degree murder and remains at the Nebraska Correctional Facility for Women. And that's where she will remain for the rest of her life. Dave and Carrie's family have made it all very clear that they want her to stay behind bars forever and never want her to be out. She should. Oh, yeah. She should rot in there. Yes. What does it say? Like, I'm sorry for Liz's family that, like, this happened. Right. Okay, I'm sorry. Both Dave and Carrie's mother, Nancy, said they're extremely grateful for Detectives Jody and Avis and Digital Forensics Administrator Anthony Cava. Cava. Cava, sorry. But... I mean, honestly, yeah, without them, this case would still be cold. So shout out to Dodie and Avis for that. How long do you think she would have gone if they hadn't started to piece this together? Do you think question. that like it would still be going? I think so. Do you think that like she would find think, somebody else to fix it on? I think it would have gone to the point where she would either have killed Amy Flora because, I mean, it was kind of inevitable. That was like that, the next step. Yeah, Dave was going to get back with her. I think she would have killed Amy Flora or Dave because there was or no both. way Dave was going to commit to her. And Mm-mm. I think she kind of knew that deep down that she wasn't getting that. Maybe yeah. not, though. I don't know. She I, was but crazy. I don't, I don't know if that ever registered in her head. I don't think so. You know so. what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't... She was delusional enough to think that this is how you get somebody that's true so i don't think she even thought that she would never get dave Mm-mm. i think there was no length she would I would love to, to read him. a journal from her yes dear diary that's why i love when killers write books today i cut off a foot right <laughs> i took a picture I took a so i could remember it forever and then i tied myself up in a trunk and taped my mouth shut and then i took a selfie Again. and i sent it to dave oh, oh dave. dave oh my love mm. she sucks yeah <laughs> yeah rotten pieces seriously i just thought it'd be fun to mention a little bit what happened to carrie's family after so uh, nancy actually ended up raising carrie's son max until he moved to college and became an adult max is currently attending iowa state university and getting a degree in software engineer engineering and data science and he's set to graduate december of this year 2021 oh. yeah so that's exciting good for you sir. yeah and it's cool that he's going into data science yeah. because it's ultimately what maybe he'll turn into the people who helps other families go yeah. through something and like this i feel like i've seen you know? a lot of situations yeah. where like that happens mm-hmm. where like people whose family members have been murdered or anything like that like they go into that field a lot or of the they time. become a murderer yes yes it's one of the two yeah. usually but max and nancy still live very close to each other even though they don't live together and they remain each other's support system because nancy is kind of like his caretaker in a way nancy says she wants her daughter to be remembered as the talented fun-loving smart woman she was which is really sweet because it she seemed really like she yeah. was all of those things. But that is the tragic and chilling disappearance of Carrie Farver. Crazy, right? <laughs> Do you guys like it? I, <laughs> Do you I feel like we have now scared every girl who I ever know. gets told, oh, that's just my crazy ex. I know. That doesn't mean that they're You dead. might not die. And you could, also, but you might not. Girls, if he says he has a crazy ex... She's definitely not like this. She probably he probably did something to piss her off. However, just gonna put that out there. It is twenty twenty one, so anything's possible. <laughs> there is there's your lesson for the day. Just saying. <laughs> that, that's the lesson of this. Pay podcast. attention to the red flags. Pay attention to the red flags. Yeah. Maybe learn to run. Crazy ass case, huh? It's it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot to 
fully even after doing all the research and watching this multiple times like yeah. it's still a crazy story to wrap your brain around it doesn't process no ever. i can't think that someone would be that insane no no it, it's just that level yeah like it's just not normal for no. lack of a better word yeah i agree Ugh. i know Ugh. well guys i think that's where we're gonna wrap it up yes 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 so uh, we will see you next Wednesday. Next right? Wednesday. Yep. Wednesdays are our uploading days. So we'll see you on Wednesdays. We're going to be covering some more crazy women. So it's let us favorite. know. Yeah. This one's going to be our favorite. Yeah. This one I'm so excited. So I don't apologize one. for anything I say. No. In the next one. <laughs> no. The next one. Um, I'll, I'll it is no hold barn. Yep. If or you're easily not. offended, this yeah, is in listen, the podcast Guys, you. if you're easily offended, you're on the wrong show. Yeah. You should go somewhere else <laughs> because I'm not promising you that I won't offend you. And if you do, point. I'll try to help whatever she says. Ugh. I'll try to make up for it. She. That's why will. we work. Okay, and guys. The yin to her yang. Okay. Of yes. Me, yeah. Legit. Yep. <laughs> we will see you next week. Yes. Make sure to check us out on Instagram and Twitter, all that fun stuff. Our Instagram for the podcast is at Two Cult Girls, the the number two. So it's Two Cult Girls. Like the piece. Yep. And then my Instagram is paychurch, P-U-I-C-H-U-R-C-H. And Kate's is... Kate Farr with the number eight. K-8 Farr. So make sure to give us a follow. Stay updated with all of our... Stay updated with all of our stuff. We're on TikTok, all of that. I don't... Our, our personally... We don't use TikTok. Do you use TikTok? I'm on TikTok, but I don't ever post anything. I'm just yeah. a stalker. I'm not personally on it. I used to be, but... I just run but you'll the see us on there. Girls one, yeah. So if you want to see us on TikTok, follow us at Two Cult Girls and all that stuff. But yep, yeah, guys. Okay, guys. See, see you, next, you week. next week. Bye. Bye.